The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. And to talk about cover letters, because I think a few people would be using this time, maybe that there's some hope on the horizon to think about um, after lockdown is what I've been doing, what I want to keep doing. And some people are thinking about a career change. Some people want to get back into the job space. And part of that is putting together a great cover letter. So to talk about some tips to improve your cover letter and make sure it goes to the top of the pile, Kim Sealing-Smith from Ignite Global is on the line. Kim, good morning. Good to have you on the program once again. Thank you, Mitchell. Always a pleasure to speak with you. So uh, talk to us about the cover letter. What role does that play in the overall application process? (laughs) You know, I like to say that the cover letter is the most important document you will ever write that nobody will read. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a little bit of an exaggeration because people do read cover letters, but, um, and they're, they are very critically important, but, but in kind of some surprising ways, what I found certainly when I was a recruiter prior to starting Ignite Global in 2009, I worked for 15 years as a recruiter. And when I was a recruiter and many recruiters, many hiring managers that I know will read the cover letter if after reading the resume or the other parts of the application, they're still kind of on the fence. They still don't know whether or not to bring this candidate in for for the interview. So it can make or break the success of the candidate. I see. So they go to perhaps the resume first and then they go to the cover letter. Typically, typically. Now, there are some some exceptions to that rule, but in the, oh, gosh, over 25 years that I've been doing this, the majority of people that I talked to operated the same way that I did, which we, we went to the resume, we looked for achievements, we looked for the story that the resume told, then we went to the cover letter if we were still on the fence. But the cover letter has actually become even more important with the advent of AI doing the screening. So what I've been talking about is a manual screening process, but Many organizations are now using AI to look for keywords, and they treat cover letters um, in, in equal measure with resumes. So we need to make sure that you sprinkle keywords around the cover letter in the appropriate way so that that AI technology can pick those up. So does that mean if you're writing a cover letter, you need to have a thesaurus to make sure that you're hitting all of those keywords? <laughs> no, no, it's actually easier than that. And every time I, I tell candidates this, they say, oh, it can't be that easy. And I say, yes, it is. All you need to do is mirror back to them what they say in the job interview and the job ad. So if they say that they're looking for somebody with a particular type of technology, you want to put in that you have that technology and you can actually feel free to cut and paste their own words. They typically won't remember what they've written and Mm. it works a treat, I promise. That's a very interesting idea. So uh, mirror back um, what they've said and hopefully the AI process will pick that up and maybe move you uh, into the shortlist. That's exactly right. But you don't want to do that unless you can back it up. So you certainly don't want to just mirror back what they're saying. You want to mirror back what they're saying that you can demonstrate you have the abilities, the skills, or the experience to do. So should you be going through what the uh, requirements of the job are and then you uh, say you know, what they've said and then you perhaps include an example of what you've That's done? That's exactly right. That is exactly right. So one of the mistakes that people make on cover letters is they just, they have a cover letter. They have like, you know, a cover sheet sheet. Um, and that's that's the absolute wrong way to go about this. Every single color cover letter needs to be customized for the role that you're applying for. And so you do need to look at the job 
add, you also need to look at anything else that they may have put up on LinkedIn or on their website. And um, when you write the cover letter, demonstrate that you are a fit for that role and that company. So you want to pick up some of the wording that they use in the career section of their website, maybe the about us section. Talk a little bit about how um, how you're a great culture fit. And you need to do all of this very succinctly. And that's the challenge. That's really the challenge. And so it takes it takes um, uh, uh, you know some thought process and some time to write good cover letters. When you talk about being succinct, are the hiring managers and the recruiters put off by seeing reams and reams of paper oh, if you gosh, write a multi-page yes. cover letter? Yeah, it won't get read. It will not get read. As a matter of fact, um, <laughs> you know, I've been looking at these stats since literally the mid nineties. And when back when I started recruiting in the mid nineties, the average time for a hiring manager to look at a resume first pass was 15 seconds. That's gone down to four to 15 seconds. The last stat that I read on that. And like I said, so much of this is done by AI now in larger organizations. So you need to make sure that it is inviting for the reader to read. You need to incorporate white space and dot points. Don't write, you know, paragraphs. Just pull out some dot points demonstrating, demonstrating that you actually have those, uh, that experience, those abilities that they're looking for. And I love your comment earlier about providing examples. That's absolutely key. Now, you don't have to go through it in detail. You can refer to your resume. As you can see, while I was working for ABC Company, I achieve this, which demonstrates that I am able to, and then you mirror back what they say. Mm, Interesting. I was talking to someone that works in sort of an industry where you wouldn't really need to write things, for example, like plumbing or a tradesperson. And I said, you know, the cover letter still just is important there. And apparently it is, even though, you know, when you're doing that job, uh, you don't really need to write things or write big, long letters if you're a plumber or a boilermaker or whatever. Yes, exactly. But you still do need to, again, demonstrate that you're a fit for it. But I tell you where it's moving to. It's moving away from the, well, you know, virtual paper. So the email-based or the online-based cover letter, it's moving away from text and into video. And this is this is something that all job candidates really need to start thinking about is in addition to currently, it's, it's the written cover letter, but a 30-second video to accompany that cover letter. That's what getting, you know, we're, we're living in a video-based society. Uh, I just, somebody just sent me an email this morning about five minutes before you called that said that TikTok had hit a billion users, mm. a billion. So we're in a video-based environment and we need to capitalize on that. Are there catchphrases to avoid in the cover letter? Like I've heard that apparently the term uh, proven track record comes up yes. a lot. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Exactly right. You you, you really want to think about this. You want to, you want to, I, I like to say, write how you speak. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be in a conversation with somebody and say, Mitchell, I have a proven track record in this. You would say, hey, Mitchell, I've got that experience and I got that experience in XYZ company. Um, so you want you want to avoid that corporate speak um, in a timely manner, proven track record. Uh, uh, yeah, those those little little idioms that people tend to say without even thinking about it. Avoid those. And one of the things that you say here is don't talk about you, talk about them. And I find that yes. interesting. Maybe people are inclined to say, you know, in that cover letter, I, I, we, um, whereas perhaps you need to be saying you more. 
Well, yes, you need to start with, you know, you're looking for and then move into the I. So it's not, when I say don't talk about me, talk about them, don't talk about I, talk about them. I really mean talk about what they're looking for. Um, And many people make the mistake of starting their cover letter talking about their own objective. You know, I would love to work for your company because I am really attracted to the not-for-profit industry. Or, you know, I'd love to work for your company because I... I, um, you know, I, I've heard that you have great work-life balance. Who cares what you want? Talk about what they want and why you're a good fit for the role. Because all you're wanting to do with the cover letter and the resume is get your foot in the door. Once you have your foot in the door, then you need to make sure that they are providing you what you want. But until that time, it's all about them and what they want and how you can how you can fill that criteria. So finally, you've said that the cover letter can come in and maybe almost save the day if the recruiter or the hiring manager is sitting on the fence about uh, whether to bring you in for an interview. So what's the final tip that you can give people? What can they include in there to make sure that when it does come in, it does save the day for them and they get that short list? Oh, communication. Uh, That is probably the number one thing, communication and detail. So have your cover letter and your resume read by at least three people. um, And at least one of those people should not have any experience in your industry. Uh, So they're, they're checking to make sure that what you're talking about is you know, accessible to people who don't have that background because you never know who's going to be doing that first screen. It may be somebody's assistant. It may be uh, a brand new talent acquisition specialist who doesn't have that deep experience. So, uh, uh, you know, the devil is in the detail. Make sure that your your spelling is is correct. Your grammar is correct. Your, your formatting is correct. Just, you know, have people read it and give you feedback on it. Well, thanks so much for your time once again. Always really good to speak to you and very valuable tips. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Mitchell. I appreciate you. Take care. Thank you. Uh, Kim Sealing-Smith there from Ignite Global. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.